Hello, friends. Welcome to Play Along Podcast, the podcast where we play through games. I'm one of your hosts, Jared, and I'm joined, as always, by Kai and Ben. How you guys doing? What up? I'm doing great. Yeah. <laughs> no complaints. No complaints, no. A little bit concerned about the state of AI um, and its <laughs> For our implications in the world. Recording. It's valid. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You guys might at home might not even know. This is an AI-generated episode. We're not, mm-hmm. we're not real. Yeah, we're just reading from scripts that were generated by Chat GPT. We don't even have to do the podcast anymore. <laughs> we should do a bonus episode where we just we just do that. We do a, a Chat GPT bonus episode. We just read. I the mean, script. April's coming up soon. That's true. What is what does April have to do with it? Oh, like April as our Fools? next book. Bo- oh, okay. I see. I see. I see. April Fool's Day. Oh, what? April Fool's Day. Oh. Fucking hell. You can tell it's an AI. <laughs> we need to work on that source code. <laughs> really yeah, the code's do. a little uh, iffy. You gotta go to the back end and, and fix some shit up. How are uh, you, Jared? I, I'm, I'm doing good, aside from not catching very... I, do uh, uh, I don't know the word I'm looking for. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it's been a long References? morning, guys. We're all We're all AI at this point. Yeah, aren't aren't we all AI? If you don't mm-hmm. think about it, the Matrix. Do think about it? Are we all AI? Andrew Tate was warning us. Now look where we are. Someone <laughs> made me. Two people made me. Does that make me artificial? Who knows? No. That doesn't make you artificial. Why? Someone made me. Doesn't that make me a thing that is made? Therefore, what is artificial? Yeah. Exactly. Objectively, in the words of Ben Shapiro, objectively. objectively. <laughs> if you think about it, objectively. Uh, oh, man. Okay, let's get into some housekeeping before we talk about this section of Mass Effect. If you don't know, Play Along Podcast is a weekly podcast where we play through games in a book club format. What we'll do is the three of us will each take turns choosing a game. We'll then break that game up into sections and then come together each week to discuss that section specifically. We talk about everything revolving around the game, but more specifically, we go deep into the narrative and the events that happen throughout the story. So if you're trying to avoid spoilers for whatever games we're playing, either play the game first and come back and listen, or you can play the game along with us. But if that sounds interesting to you, our link tree below has all of our socials, our Discord, are actually you know at this point it might just have our website playalongpod.com where you can go and find all of our social media all of our bonus contents there between our nat funny series and all the bonus series we do every month as well as all of our normal play along pod content so go check that out let us know just, uh, just how it is. cover our asses if it isn't there there is a link tree when you can find all of that exact same stuff yes if that's not working <laughs> Linktree below has all of those uh, links to everything, so you don't have to worry about that. Uh, this is the uh, the crux of uh, recording ahead of time. We don't know what's going to mm-hmm. happen. <laughs> yeah. yeah, just what I remember uh, today. I am drinking apple tizer. Do you oh, guys have apple. apple tizer in the states? You must have apple tizer, surely. No, no, that does sound like uh, some futuristic is that like an alcoholic food beverage. beverage? It's- no, no, it's not alcoholic. It's uh, lightly sparkling 100, sparkling 
100% apple juice. It's very, very nice. Oh, wait, I'm also drinking apple juice. That is cloudy as fuck. Well, it's just like, it might be like my camera quality. It's, no, it's clear no, in my eyes. It's real, it's real apple juice. That's yeah. why it's cloudy. Don't, exactly. yeah. don't, don't fucking def- not defend your apple juice. <laughs> we have no, real I, apple juice in this country. I should, say, I should say, like, I'd like cloudy apple juice. Like, over here, we have like, it's delicious. We have like apple juice that kind of looks like really dehydrated pee. And then we have mm-hmm. like the cloudy apple juice that's like puree and is actually I, like. I have the apple juice of where you have to shake it up beforehand so that you don't get all the little uh, apple gamers, flakes in it. Uh, this is a PSA announcement. If your pee looks anywhere near the color of apple juice, A, go to a doctor. <laughs> B, stop drink drinking some G water. Fuel. <laughs> drink water, please, or Prime or whatever people are drinking these days. But just drink water. It'll is get prime better. Water? I Prime no. is a isotonic sports drink. Oh, I thought Prime it, was like the equivalent to like Gatorade. It's, it's Gatorade. It you, okay. Yeah, it, it gives you like um like electrolytes. It gives you wings. It's like also um nine pound a bottle at the minute in the UK because it's impossible to get How a much hold is of. Prime here? I don't have no fucking clue. I well, don't know. I didn't think anyone anything. actually drank that bullshit, but then Bro? Uh, you know Are you I, serious? I live I live in a community with children and they're loud and obnoxious, <laughs> but they also leave their prime bottles all strewn about the community. And I'm just like, Jesus it's Christ. a sports drink made by Logan Paul and KSI. Yeah. Like, so you say that like I should care. <laughs> no, no, I, I, just, I just mean in terms of influence and stuff. Like, Could not be UK, any farther outside of my. Uh, in the UK, existence. they were charging like two pound for it in the supermarket and there were literal fist fights. That's wild. A guy on TikTok got into trouble because he was charging a hundred pound a can. That's insane. Uh, I can buy a case of Prime for twenty nine ninety nine for twelve that's, bottles. I was sandwiched in there. That's probably that's about right. That's not bad. It's impossible. Or to get hold I can go. I can go to the Walmart down the street and I can get Prime Hydration Blue Raspberry for a dollar eighty. Don't they a have bottle. like little packets or something? Or are they just the bottles? They're just I, the bottles. No, I don't know. I thought they I, clearly I don't know yeah. what the fuck this is. I thought it was water. Yeah, they, they I think the going rate is a dollar eighty eight uh per bottle. That's not bad. That's not which bad. Which is fucking insane. Yeah, Ben, we'll just order all the prime for you and then you can resell it on the, the in the, oh, the yeah. market over there. Prime energy is not recommended for children under the age of eighteen. Oh shit. <laughs> How That's many why. children under the age of eighteen? All of them. Uh Jake Paul. Uh, Every Logan single Paul. one of them. All of them. You're Only children obligated to when you. I, I uh, mean, child. either either you are that age or you're mentally that age for watching fucking Jake Paul so, <laughs> or Logan Paul or whoever the fuck. Yeah. KSI uh, is fine. I like KSI. Uh, uh, Mass Effect though. Yeah. Uh, before we we get into that too, we I'm very bad at this because again, more behind the curtains. We record episodes ahead of time, so my like dumb brain can't like figure out scheduling and everything. But the three of us have been on a multitude of podcasts as of recently, other podcasts and other French shows. The three of us were on Friday Night Gamecast with Nick, his fireside chat that just came out uh, last week. Per when this episode comes out. Uh, but we talked about Kentucky Route Zero, and it was a, a great episode. It was a ton of fun, and more talking about Kentucky Route Zero because that game's great. It was a good time. Mm-hmm. Also, no, that wasn't it. <laughs> Kai and I were on an episode of Reliving Retro where we talked about Quake 64, which was interesting because neither of us had played Quake before, and uh, it's an interesting game for sure. <laughs> 
Is that the yes? That is the game that when I logged onto Discord, Kai had been playing it for fourteen and a half hours. Yeah, because I think you just Discord. left it open and it just ran in the background. No, no, it's because I'm a fucking real one. Yeah. That's what it if is. If you played fourteen I, hours of Quake sixty four, I'm sorry that I made he, you do that. He's played fourteen hours telling, and I only got past the first two levels. He's out here telling people to drink water when really he's holed up in a room with the curtains yeah. closed and my, sniffing my G pee fuel. looks like gold <laughs> sniffing g fuel and playing quake. I'm, just, yeah, I'm snorting <laughs> dehydrated g fuel i need no liquids in my body oh man and, what is and, that stupid thing that like fucking weirdos on the internet talk about like being like perfectly like where you don't have to shit or piss because you just like process everything you put in your body and you're like what? ultimately yeah there's like an ultimate efficiency thing where like you only consume the amount of liquids that you need so you never have to pee your body's just using it and you like can maintain perfect efficiency that's me i'm just that snorting sounds like a fuel. fucking no not november meme like that's <laughs> yeah. it does I mean, uh yeah. but the last one was i was on an episode of remember 64 where we talked about glover which if you don't know what glover is i don't blame you because nobody does it's a weird uh platforming uh early 3d platformer n64 game where you play a sentient glove so I was going to ask. I was hoping that the title was accurate. No, yeah. I mean, you, you do play a glove. Yeah. Glover also could be a, uh, you know, term for a condom. So that would be a much different game if you're just a sentient. <laughs> yeah, that would be a, a, a very different mm. experience. But Or a glover is the verb of putting on a condom, I guess. So therefore, it's just a game where you put yeah. a bunch of condoms on. Or is it like anyway. your role? Like, are you the glover? Like, I'm the glover. You're yeah. the one putting it on. Like, like there's there's the puffers in porn whose jobs are to like make yeah, sure the, the, the male actors yeah. stay. Yeah. You're the, the glover. That's what it is. The fluver. Yeah, but I'm the glover. I'm the person who has to put on the safety equipment. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the safety oh, I, I thought you was the guy after the fluver who is applying the condom to the porn star. Yeah, as well as yeah. the safety equipment. Oh, oh the, right, the glover. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 The fluver uh, and the glover. Yeah. In case you didn't know, this episode's about mass uh, okay, we're, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we are going to dive into Theros and this section, Theros and this section of Mass Effect. In the last episode. We wrapped up our time on Novaria, and we took out, Mat well, Matriarch Benezia kind of took herself out. We she kind of had a head thing and fell over and died, but we did that boss fight. We found out that she was being controlled by Saren, that part of her wasn't really fully into his plans and everything, and it was not only Saren, but for some reason the ship. We learned from Benezia that, that it had some pull that was convincing oh. her to go along with Saren's plans. Now I'm uh, wondering if Saren is actually even a bad guy or if the ship is really the if bad guy. If he's being controlled by the ship. Mm. But in we start this week's section with same on the galaxy map heading to a system and we get a call from Joker saying that we have a message from the council. And we go to talk about that. We take it in, in the, the briefing room and they're telling us about more activity with Saren in... Um, uh, Vermeyer, which is going to be another planet that we, we're going to go to next week. But for, for the time being, we can either decide to go to Vermeyer or we can continue with Pharos. I think this is where you can now 
at this point, as long as you do two of the planets, which again can be done in any order, you can do Vermeer first now, or you can go along with Pharaohs. That's why they present this um, this meeting with the council. I can't imagine going to Vermeer not knowing what we learned at Pharos. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because um, this this section gives you a lot of context about some of Saren's plans and what what mm. he's doing for sure, but. For us and our situation, we are heading to Pharos first. So we get there, and different from when we head to Novaria and that um, place there, there isn't anybody necessarily greeting us, or we don't have to like show our credentials or anything. We show up, and there's just one individual, a man named David, standing there, and he's telling us, "He's like, hey, the Geth are attacking. We're trying to prep for the for the next Geth attack." You need to come get our leader. And almost immediately when that happens, he gets blown up by a Geth rocket. And you immediately start a firefight with some of the Geth that are there. R.I.P. Yeah, I'm... Um, no shade to the guy who played David. This was uh, not the best voice acting in the world. Uh, really he's kind of, He's kind of like, oh yeah, like we're preparing for the next attack. And he's like, ah, oh no. And then he gets shot in the back and falls on the floor. It's very... It's very the room that kind of um, mm. flat, emotionless, but still somehow you can tell it's supposed to be emotional delivery. Mm-hmm. It also just like it's it's like weird timing too. It's like he's mid sentence and he kind of like screams, but it's almost like before the rocket comes there and then it hits him and then. But it's, it's like... also like it doesn't make any sense because the the landing area, mm. the only way to get to the landing area is through the colony. Yeah. the colony where the rest of the humans and that are so they how would have, the fuck... have gone past the colony to us yeah to get i mean that's the way i understand it anyway but yeah nonetheless um david gets shot and you're met R. with R. like david. two two or three just get death yeah. troopers and shock troopers and as we continue further uh, trying to get to the colony we run into some of the snipers and hey guess what the geth hoppers that we love so much are back hopping on walls at least in my opinion, more frequently than before. Every time I tried to aim at it, they were hopping to another wall and oh doing my that Lord, shit. Man. I don't think I've kept... ever killed one. It's completely up to the AI. Like, kept just bouncing back and forth. Like, it would yeah. go up to the roof, so I'd aim at the roof, and then it'd jump down. As soon as I looked down, it jumped back to the roof. Um, Who did you guys I... bring along on this mission? Oh, I brought I... Tali and Rex. Interesting. I had Tali and Garrus, because... I had a feeling we were going to run into Geth because, you know, that's the theme. And I wanted all of the, the tech abilities that I could get. I just like I Rex. Garrus and Rex. Oh, look at us. Mixing, mixing the stew. Which... I did um, I did very briefly on one side mission use Ashley just because I was mm-hmm. curious about, you know, you said before people don't like Ashley. Um, and I can see why because... I can't remember what happened, but she was like, are we going to like get a move on and go to this next place? And I was like, okay, right. First of all, I'm the fucking commander, right? I don't yeah. like your tone. Sit the fuck down. Shut up. So she doesn't come with me anymore. Yeah, I think I brought Ashley to the... We went to find Liara, and that was it. I haven't brought Ashley anywhere since then. No. For somebody who got saved by us on Eden Prime, her tone is uh, very holier than now, and I don't. Yeah, like she doesn't. It. She doesn't really feel grateful for all the stuff that we saving her from the Geth that first time. Uh, yes, after going through this small section of Geth, we are now in the small colony of Zeus Hope. Zeus Hope. Zeus Hope. Zeus Hope. Zeus Hope. 
uh, a couple colonists here that are that are kind of bunkering down and trying to hold back a lot of these Geth attacks that keep happening. And as we talk to them and interact with some of them, they, at least initially, they're unsure why they gather here. They don't understand what's happening. And this also pre presents an interesting almost side quest because in this you can do different things that will help out Zoo's Hope colony. Uh, the three things aren't necessarily uh, mandatory for the story, so you don't have to do them, but you can help with the water supply, you can help with food, and then you can help with restoring some of the power back to the colony too. And all that can be done as you dive further into the tower and further into Zoo's Hope. And there's an individual that is attached to each one of those side quests as you explore the colony too. Mm -hmm. I didn't do any of it. <laughs> Interesting. So I... Um... I went and talked to Fi Dan, who is the yeah. leader of the colony. Um, and there's like another little incursion that happens and you defeat those Geth. And then he's basically like, oh, we're being attacked. Uh, we'd Like you said, we don't know why, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. I then headed down into the tunnels because yeah. that was the next kind of area you get prompted to. And the reason you're going down to the tunnels is that unknown to you there is a transmitter in the tunnels mm -hmm. which is transmitting the signal to the geth to tell them where to attack now while i was down there i got lost and ended up accidentally doing two of the missions to save zoo's colony mm -hmm. so i ended up reactivating the water and i got introduced to a guy called ian oh, and i ended up doing the one for food Basically, mm -hmm. you go into this place and there's a bunch of like these weird little dog creatures and you defeat them, you defeat the alpha and then you talk to the guy and basically say, hey, there's a bunch of meat down there. Like you can go mm -hmm. and process that meat and eat that. Um, the water supply one was was simple. You just there's loads of geth, loads of geth. Yeah. Um, and you meet this guy, Ian. And at the time, I didn't know what was wrong, but it foreshadows what's going to happen. Because mm. he's like talking to himself and he's like saying hello to you. And he's like, oh, like, he's say something and he'll be like, oh, no, I don't want to do it. I don't, I, I can't do it. I can't. Yeah. And he's like talking to himself like there's a voice in his head. You do have the option to shoot him, like to say shoot him. Um, and at the time, I was just like, that's a bit much. I'm just going to, you chill leave, leave there, Ian. You just go yeah. there. You uh, I actually did unintentionally do some of these two because I got pretty the tunnels are interesting i got pretty turned around trying to figure out where the objective was and where to go uh so i did the water i turned the water on i killed the um oh what are the the dog creatures called Varens or the varons varons yeah i killed those and i did that but i didn't talk to any of the people associated with those quests so i didn't actually uh, accomplish oh, any oh no man that that's the reason i did the side quests is because i got lost in those tunnels because like you yeah you go into the area and you go up one set of stairs and then you go across and you go down a different set of stairs mm -hmm. and then there's all this like tunnels underground that's how i got lost yeah did you do so any of this guy with Kai. resetting the water or the food yeah i mean neither. i mean nope. i did it i just didn't the only thing it provides is more xp and i don't know did you get anything substantial from these ben at all or just like uh you get xp you get credits and right. i do believe that it plays into mass effect 2 and 3 whether yeah. or not zoo's hope is a successful colony yeah because you can do different things I mean, that'll 
that'll have a different the percentage of, the, of Zeus yeah, colony. At the end of the mission, the colony is successful. So, and I didn't do any of this shit. So the colony, you don't have to do it. The colony was saved, but they've got no resources. It's, it's how they to... thrive going forward. Yeah, that's that's the yeah. difference. Yeah. Well, I'm not gonna play Mass Effect two and three, so it doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> Zeus Colony can die for all I fucking care. Interestingly, I was Adesai talking to a f- I was talking to a friend of mine yesterday because we had a bunch of people over um, as like an early early birthday thing, mm. and um, I was talking to my mate, and I was like, "Oh yeah, like I'm playing Mass Effect for the podcast, like for the first time," and he was like, "Oh cool, just don't play Andromeda." Guys, Andromeda is okay. It's fine. It's a, it's a, that's a good time. I had a good time with it. I have had more of a good time with Andromeda than I've had with the first Mass Effect. Get see, mad at me, see, I nerds! Don't, I, don't, I don't subscribe to that. I don't, what are you gonna do? Bully me over the internet? I don't care. I don't have social media. Yell at me. Fucking, I don't care. Uh, we're diving deeper into the tunnels, uh, and into the corridor. We, it's, it's a lot of just fighting Geth. Like as you're exploring through here, it's mm. lots of waves of Geth. That you're fighting and going back to Zeus Colony. Can I uh, talk about some of my weapons at the moment? Oh yeah, um, <laughs> what are you working with? Well, so um, I'm, we'll do a side quest corner at some point. But um, yeah. your boy got geared up like oh. fucking hell. Like I've got nice new armor. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got the assault rifle I'm using in a minute. I ended up putting a bullets in them. I think they're tungsten. The tungsten rounds. Marks, yeah, but I think they're marks seven. Uh-huh. So it does forty percent damage against synthetics, um, and I put them in my assault rifle that has a bullet upgrade and two gun upgrades, mm-hmm. and it deals three hundred and twenty something damage. It has a heat sink of like seven seconds and an accuracy of nearly eighty. So I'm just like fucking mowing go like Geth down left, right, and center, and. I can shoot for seven seconds before it oh, really? like, becomes unusable. Mm-hmm. And at that point, I just change to a different gun. Yeah. And then by the time I've come back, I'm good. Uh, yeah. So that, that I'm, was... I'm still rocking. I'm still rocking the pistol and the sniper. But same, I found, I think I messed with the rounds a little bit for the pistol, but I ended up going back to the cryo rounds. I still have those on the pistol, but I have the marksman ability, which increases my pistol damage. So like, I'm headshots with Gather just one shots. I'm one shotting them mm-hmm. every time I see any of them with the pistol. And then the sniper, I use the I think I put those those tungsten rounds on them to increase the the damage of that too. So that yeah. was so I because I looked and um realized that I had like 1.3 million credits. Yeah. Um because I just hadn't been buying shit. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> and there was a side quest I had to do where my my next objective to finish that side quest was to talk to Tali on the Normandy. Um, oh. And in finding Tali on the Normandy, I came across the merchant on the ship. So I bought a bunch of stuff off of him. Nice. There's also uh, in Zeus Hope, there's a merchant there that will sell you things. And I bought a new sniper that was like significantly better than the one I had. And I bought a new armor set there too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, I can only wear light armor because of my um. I can do fin- uh, light and medium, but I can't do heavy armor. What that Kai? You looked very bored while we was talking armor <laughs> and upgrades and like. Well, the second time I opened the equipment menu was Hell to yeah. equip the necessary grenade that the walkthrough forces you to equip, so you don't kill fucking villagers. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I didn't equip anything. 
we'll get into that i'll tell you my experience with the, that whole situation so uh so what, what did you you must have had like had you been selling stuff or did you just have like a arsenal that you was carrying around with you me no uh kai because he said it no. was the second i just time turned it opened. all into omni joe mm. uh okay right right so you're rocking like i literally i literally had like stacks of weapons and i just scrolled through and collect like i was just like looking at the stats i would just select the best one and once we did the grenade else. part and i just turned everything else into omni gel mm -hmm. and then i went through my fucking upgrades and like once you they forced you to do the stupid grenade upgrade thing so then i was yeah. like okay i did that and then i just went through the rest of them and i had like a million upgrades most of them were shitty it was like oh heat sink and it was like heat sink one and so i just deleted everything that wasn't like four and yeah. above and then, or I sold it or turned it in Omni Joe. I don't even know how that shit works, to be honest. I don't know what Omni Joe is used for other than telling me I can't use things because my level's too low. There's so <laughs> many times walking through this fucking thing where I was like, oh, he has a chest. And I'm like, woo. And it's like, oh, I'm sorry. You don't have the hacking ability to yeah, get into this. Because so have you been doing any of your skill points? Well, what so skill point is it? I mean, yes. Not what that, skill no, point no, is so it? So because it was basically it's. um. <laughs> So what like I think? can do decryptions, right? But because of the class I picked, I can't do hacking or electronics, so I can't access any. And what's annoying is that like even though I have Tali with me, who's like full one hundred percent tech, but I can't, can't use her to unlock the fucking chests, mm -hmm. which makes no sense to me. So it seems as if depending on what class you build, you can't get certain stuff. Yeah, that's what it was. I picked infiltrator, so that's like, like all the stuff I see, I can just open and I do like little yeah, encryption. Yeah, you're like jack of all trades, aren't you? Yeah. Um, interesting. I can't access any of that shit. Have you guys been giving? Because I was doing the same thing with weapons, where I was kind of you know picking the best one, and I would just sell them. But I also have been distributing them to my team members too. Like if I yeah. get a gun that's better for, like if Tali has a better sniper, I give it that to them too. Say with upgrades. So I've, I've I didn't even been... know you could do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you go into the equipment thing, you can press RT to scroll mm. through the squad members. Um, it only lets yeah. you go through the squad members you have with you. But if you're yeah. on the Normandy. In the garage, locker, and then yeah, they have a locker for each one. Yeah, uh, I've not been buying guns for um, squad members. It's more been like a hand-me-down situation. Like if yeah, I get I a good gun, either. if I get a good gun, I'll give use my new gun and give somebody mm -hmm. my old gun, mm -hmm. and then just sell their old gun or scrap yeah. it or whatever. Yeah, same. Uh, but yeah, after uh, we head back up some stairs, take an elevator, and now we kill some geth, and we can jump in the Mako and do another little driving section, which, I mean, oh, I'll yeah. be curious of what you guys think, but this one was significantly better than the Ice World's like, driving section. I like this much Agreed. better. It's because this one was a straight line. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably fair. <laughs> It felt more interesting to me, like at least in its like environment. Like the environment felt more interesting to like traverse than yeah. The so it's ice place. it's yeah. more a case of like in this place at least it's like there's a sky bridge and you're crossing mm. the sky bridge. It's not like a desolate land that you're just driving from A to B for the sake of. I mean, in Novaria, that whole journey to Peak Fifteen was tedious as shit. But yeah. at least in this one, like it serves somewhat of a purpose, and there are geth to fight and. Mm -hmm. you know i don't know if you guys saw but the big gef amaranth no that's mm -hmm. a streamer amarth whatever they're called <laughs> <laughs> um okay. the big dudes with like four legs the white yeah. fucking pile died you could just ram them with a mako and they fall oh that's what i was doing i was just boosting through enemies that's all i was doing 
Yeah, so if you ram them, they like ragdoll and fall onto the floor, and then you can just shoot them while they're on the floor. I saw the clip up, that and you... Then... <laughs> did you play in our Discord, I think? Yeah, it did. As a clip of Ben just like running into one of those big things and just shooting it over and over again. They just fucking ragdoll, and they can't get back up, so you just shoot yeah. them while they're on the floor. Yeah, it's great. Uh, as we're driving through here over the radio, we hear um, a woman talking. So we can kind of stop, and then there is this little ramp that goes down, and there is another set of colonists that are down there. Yeah, these uh, are the uh, ex exogen. Yeah, scientists yeah. or exogeny. Exogeny. That's what it was. Yeah. Yeah. The exogeny um, scientists and. Do you do anything with them the first time, or is it only on the way back that you I think you can, but I do. Do you not go back. down? No, not at all. Not the first time. Oh, I went, at, I went down at the, the first back time end. I went down. Yeah, I went down oh. the first time. So you go down the first time, and uh, most of them are just labeled as refugee. <laughs> yeah. Uh, one of them I inc- I spoke to when I came back, and it turns out he has a quest where you're supposed to find his office. Mm-hmm. and gather data from his hard drive and bring it back to him. I didn't do that. But the main reason that you go down is because you go down and you find um, Juliana. Juliana is the woman who was on the radio, and she was on the radio talking to her daughter, who I think was called Liz- Lizbeth. Lizbeth, yeah. And she's like basically trying to find her lost daughter, who she's lost in this geth attack. Yeah, they're holding and, down because of this gath attack. So they're kind of yes. like bunkering down in this little underground section. Um, and there is a massive cunt there called Ethan. Um, <laughs> and I, I know, I know, Americans are like, oh, but he is a massive prick. And I had a whole conversation about that word yesterday. Um, what cunt or prick? Cunt. Cunt. Oh, okay. One of my favorite words of all time, by the way. It's brilliant. Well, I side tangent. Cunt is like such a like great word <laughs> because in the uk it will use it as like a joking manner so we'd be uh-huh. like, oh you can't but yeah. then also like if you deliver it with a punch and really emphasize the t at the end if you like really you fucking cunt like it really it, hurt, it hurts it hurts yeah the context for the conversation was in the episode of uh friday night gamecast that three of us were on Ben had asked uh, Nick, oh, are you family friendly? And he was like, oh, no, you can swear. I don't only like, I don't check the, you know, mature rating, but like, I'm never mature. And in the middle of that conversation, as we're talking, Kai just says cunt, but no one acknowledges it or even hears it and just moves on. And it's hilarious. It's so funny. It's very, it's very hurtful. It's brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> but he is, he is a massive prick. And he is basically... Yeah. Um, like he's basically brown nosing ecogeny and uh, ecogeny or whatever they call it. And he's yeah. like, you know, we need to protect the work. Like the, the peasants can't know about what we're doing. And, you know, it's he doesn't about- care about the people. He's all about trying to get on the good side of this company. Yeah. And he's like, how are we going to, f-? he like, yeah, Joe exotic. Like how are we going to re- financially recover from this and all sorts of shit. He's a massive dick. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Juliana is basically like, Ethan, stop being a cunt. Guys, if you're going into the headquarters to fight the Geth, can you please try and find my daughter? Yeah, and that's 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 basically all that the first interaction is with them. Yeah, yeah. There's you no don't get like, any more intel on the way back, and that's when you get a little more context about yeah. the whole situation after you've gone through the tower and the headquarters. But I didn't miss out on any um, 
materials or like any other no yeah you didn't miss that on any like story content or anything aside just from like the reason why we get the one girl elizabeth in the 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 headquarters but we do another section of driving the mako through another road again just fighting geth killing some of the big juggernaut dudes and whatnot but we eventually get to the exogeny headquarters Mm. and here we again fight more geth snipers and stalkers and and everything and you actually get out of the Mako at this point, though. Yeah, at this yeah, point, so we there's now a have... a wall that blocks you from, like, continuing... It's like that fucking Mako. Halo fin where someone's always like, oh, the Mako isn't going to fit through there. And you're like, well, no shit. I like, tried. This- <laughs> I tried because the last time we had the situation, it was like, oh, if you actually can get the Mako over, it makes this section easier. So I was, like, flying on the side. I was, like, trying to ram the whole side. You can't... I guess, work. I guess, like, because, like, the boosters... Yeah, they boost the Mako directly from the bottom. So there were sections when I was on planets doing side missions where, if the Mako is at like a forty-five degree angle and you boost, you like, say you're like that, you boost that way, like sideways. Mm-hmm. So I guess maybe you could try and like ramp off the side and like two-wheel boost the Mako through the letterbox and like, but yeah, no, I didn't do that. No, I just got out of the Mako. And then Garrus was very obviously like, you're like walking around and he's like, I guess the only way is down. This is just a point of no return, Captain. And you're like, yeah, well, like no shit. Like it's, it's a hole. You basically jump down the hole. <laughs> it's a hole. Yeah. There's, yeah. Not, there's not much here, buddy. Uh, yeah. The Exogenia headquarters, at least in the beginning, is a lot of fighting more of the Geth. It isn't until we get into a section and run into Lizbeth, who first almost shoots us. Actually, she does shoot and misses, first mm-hmm. of all. So she's like, damn Lizbeth. it. I think it just, hit, it just hits our shield. Oh, does it? I don't know. Oh, does I, it? I, I, yeah, I it, it at, least, at least in my cutscene, all it does is she shoots me, but it like does a weird like thing yeah. all over my body. And then I'm like, whoa. Hey, whoa, whoa. <laughs> just, I'm walking here. I'm walking here. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, we find out that she is the daughter of the colonist that we had met before, and we're well, buying I her. I didn't find that out. Well, yeah, right, yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> Just like some bitch. Like, who is this girl? Killer. Fucking killer. But we're trying to pry her for more information if she knows anything about Saren or anything about why the Geth are here, and she's asking that they're probably here for the Thorian. More races and more words, guys. We have the Thorian now, which is this... Uh, sentient plant creature that is uh on this planet that's what they, they described it at, but it's not a plant. i was gonna say i wouldn't classify it as a plant but yeah she describes it as um because when she said sentient plant creature i was thinking um you know the plant from little shop of horrors yeah mm-hmm. that's what i was thinking like that sort of like Phoebe talking Seymour? Ven- <laughs> Fe- the, like talking the mario plant, plant. <laughs> just yeah. a piranha plant <laughs> <laughs> Um, Someone should mod this game to have the Cthulhu monster just be a piranha plant. Oh, it's just oh, like dude. spitting out a sorry and like the piranha plant mouth. <laughs> but um, yeah, she's basically like, she's like, you know, oh, um, they're probably here for this. She gives us our ID badge. Yeah, so we can uh, access any of the doors and anything in the Exogeny headquarters. Yeah, and then she she goes off and hides, and then we're ambushed randomly by like six or seven Varen. Yep, no context. They just pop up and we kill them, and it's like. Yep, cool, dope. Uh, off we go. And from what I remember, until we encounter the Krogan, mm. there isn't an awful amount that happens. You're just kind of meandering around this, like yeah. A lot of it is exploring down. the headquarters, 
fighting Gath and then getting points of interest, we eventually get to this room where we, we hear this Krogan having a conversation with the, the AI generated. And he's very frustrated because the AI isn't giving him the information that he wants. And it, it's funny because there's a line where the AI is talking. He's like, oh, I can't help you. And also there's a cue forming behind you. And it's us <laughs> yeah. in our game, like walking behind him. He's like, what? Yeah. And he turns around and then we just kill him, which I thought it was a funny little quip there. Was there any um, conversation or anything about from Rex about this Krogan? Nope. Oh, well, that's a shame. Okay. He just killed another Krogan. He was like, I also, oh, I did the thing that you told me last week where I changed my AI setting to be all instead of just defense. So now they use their powers on their own. They will attack on their own, which is how most of those fucking Geth spider things were killed was my team killing them and not me. Yeah, because the, the team will just like, like I had Tali and she yeah. was just using sabotage just on the Geth stalkers, no matter where they were. She was just yep. like, yeah, boom. And they were dying. I was like, oh, okay, right, that's very helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, but we, we killed this Krogan. And then we walk up to the AI, and he's like, uh, "Greetings, Lizbeth, whatever the woman's last name was." Right. Um, and he basically thinks that we are Lizbeth because he's reading the uh, ID badge. I don't know; it's got some sort of like mm. chip or something in it that he's thinks he we recognizes are. when we walk up. Yeah. Um, and he basically explains that uh, the Forian is a sentient creature. Yeah. that is living underneath Zeus Hope. And yes. the important part from this is that he reveals that uh, Exogeny were aware that the Forian had the ability to mind control people over time. And, and they're experimenting on people. Yeah, they were basically like experimenting on them. And he says it was like a, a necessary need or some shit. Mm-hmm. I can't remember. But he... Basically, he's like, yeah, it lives underneath the city, and uh, we knew about it, we were testing on it, and that's maybe what, it's, what they're here for. Yeah, which they didn't tell us about. They When we first got there, they fe- felt very oblivious to any of that. They're just like, oh, I don't so, know why the Geth are here, I don't know why the Geth are attacking, and clearly it's because of the Thorian. Okay, I have a question. Yes. If the Thorian can control minds, because it's mind control thing, why can't he control our minds? And why is everyone on the ship not also mind controlled? Wouldn't Joker also be mind controlled by sitting there? like I this is the part I don't understand. I like this level too. I thought this was yeah. one of the better levels as far as design, but I just didn't understand like okay, they're controlling all the people, but they're not controlling us and why? And then why is the fucking other people who are in the base who also have been on the planet for a long time, why are they not controlled? Like the girl who's with us? It doesn't make any goddamn sense. I, mean, I don't understand. For for me, like a headcanon kind of situation, it's like the Thorian is does seem to be a very intellectual creature, right? And so all of its decisions to mind control feel very intentional. So I mean, in 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 ways that like maybe not mind controlling every single person and Joker and everybody isn't necessarily essential but in regards to we eventually confront the thorian why not just mind control us to stop us from confronting them so i see every time you say head cannon this is exactly what i think this pops into my head every fucking time anyway it's complete oh god uh for those of you i know this is an audio medium oh Uh, i remember this card uh there is a normal uh card in Yu-Gi-Oh called x head cannon (laughs) which is (laughs) what i think of every time oh fucking hell that's a it's classic just, card uh, right there too. Exit cannon. Anyway, uh, it doesn't make any sense. It's it's just it. They didn't they didn't do a good job. 
They like, didn't do a good job they, of explore, explaining it, but they yeah. could. There could have been one line from the fucking girl that's like, "Oh, you have to have been on the planet and breathed in the spores for like, yeah, a year you know before be? he's able to control you." I guarantee you, it will be that like. This is really common in Bioware, especially, but other like other RPGs as well, mm-hmm. of like environmental storytelling. There was probably some codex that you could interact with on someone's yes. computer that will say like, "Oh, the creature appears to gain its powers through the spores that it releases, or some shit." So it won't be. Can we also talk about the random dogs that just appear in this? The Varen. Yeah, that's There's the Varen. Yeah. and then they never appear through the rest of this mission. It's like. They don't appear before. You have one conversation. Three random dogs appear. You kill them, and then they're never mentioned again. And it's just like, I thought they yep. were the Thorian. To be honest, I was like, oh, they're like little Thorians. So, nope. Apparently, the nope. Thorian is a sentient plant. But... Yeah, it's a plant-like creature. Yeah, which I mean, sure, Cthulhu. It's, it's Cthulhu. Cthulhu. It's it Cthulhu. looks like a Cthulhu. Yeah. Uh, but now we, we're trying to escape. We're trying to leave again. We try to contact Joker, and none of our comms are, are going through. Trying to give Joker. him some more of the information. So as we try leaving, we kill more of the Geth. There's a couple of Geth shock troopers, and we notice that there's this big, big claw that it's like in the side of this wall. We find out that one of the sh- the ship is is clinging to this tower, and now we have to essentially go through and unhinge its little claws from the tower so it can eventually fall down. And that's the, from my understanding, that's the thing that's blocking the communication, right? That's why we can't contact Joker is because of that. Yeah, because the ship is attached to the side of the headquarters and the ship is effectively not only putting up this force field that blocks us, but is Mm. also jamming the signal so that we can't communicate outside. Yeah. But so, yeah, the rest of this is going throughout the tower and and detaching those claws to it. The last one is like part of it is inside of the tower and there's like this, this big opening that's there. And there's a, a lever that essentially has this metal door that can close in and we wanting to cut its final attachment to it. But there's like this mini game that you have to play, which you have to apply. I mean, I don't know if it's in- intentional when you're first doing it. The same, the right amount of pressure by clicking certain amount of buttons yeah. to give the correct PSI that will cut this tentacle mm-hmm. off and officially detach the ship from the tower. Yeah, it's talking about the PSI of the door, basically. Yes. And so you're toggling the PSI of the door to generate, to, to close the door with enough force that it closes unsafely and severs that claw. Yeah. Did you guys um, actually like try to figure this out or just looked at the walkthrough? Because I just... I, I did it, it wasn't first that terrible. It's, it's just math! Oh, I didn't even know. I didn't even look at context of what it needed. I saw I like clicked things and it didn't work. I was like, "Fuck it, walk through." It's if you uh, read the codex, it says like yeah. uh, PSI between thirty-one and thirty-four. So basically, you have that to go sense. anywhere. So there's in that like, it's like a, it's like it's ironic because it's like it's supposed to be funny, right? Because it's like a service announcement that it's yeah. like, guys, if you leave the door between this and this, like this is gonna take someone's arm off one day. Blah 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 blah. That's kind of cool uh, they presented that way though. Yeah, well, what, and then what, like. You overload it and then turn it on and it just fucking snaps the well, So what threw me off is that I managed to get the correct pressure, but I didn't uh, interact. <laughs> yeah, didn't oh, interact. You didn't with activate it. the door. I thought the pressure would just cause it to automatically shut. Mm. Um, and when you walk away, you have to come back and it resets. So you have to redo it. 
Um, but on the third time, I was like, oh, I'm supposed to interact. Okay. Yeah. And, and the presentation of the puzzle isn't like anything complicated. It's just like six buttons that all have a different number on them. And you have to press the button so it adds up between uh, 31 and 34 PSI. So if you know the Look context, it's relatively... like he, he knows. Like, oh, yeah, 31 to 34 yeah, PSI. Yeah, of course. <laughs> uh, I didn't read it, so I didn't know. So I just like walked through. I don't, I don't, I don't care. Uh, yeah, as doing that, cutting that last section off, the ship falls off of the tower, and now we have a uh, connection back with Joker. Correct, yes. Yes. Uh, also, a very wild animation plays of the entire ship being decoupled from the tower and falling to its doom based on, like, literally just one arm being severed, and the arms are so very tiny. They're like little bug arms, and the ship is massive. <laughs> and I was like, this just seems like a bad design. Like, you cut one arm off, and the entire fucking thing yeah, falls off down. the building. Yeah. It made no sense to me. It was also, really the, the I don't know about the cutscene in your guys' version, but the cutscene in my version was fucking long. It took a long time for that ship. Like, it, like at first, oh. it like, tilts back a little bit. I don't remember mine, was really, no, mine was really quick. Like So, like, yeah. on ours, you cut like, the arm no. off, and the arm's at the top. And the ship starts to slide down, and then that puts like pressure on the other arms. The other arms yeah. snap, and then it just like I don't falls know. It off. felt like it took fucking forever. It was like ten seconds. Like, like yeah, I know it was. It that's was super quick. So long, ten seconds. <laughs> but most of, most of that was it free falling down to the ground. <laughs> right, <laughs> I would say most fair. of it was just like the the, the cam down and falling down, free falling. Yeah, free falling. Anyway. Uh, we get back onto the columns of Joker, and Joker tells us the colonists, the colonists have gone crazy. They are they're clawing at the Normandy's hall, and they're just they're going insane. So it's like, our response is literally like, they can't do shit. Don't worry, <laughs> don't worry. Well, so just just stay down there. Mine was really interesting, right? Because there was a conversation I had with somebody when I went back to the Citadel, um, and he wanted to inspect the Normandy, and I was like, hey. I'm a fucking Spectre now. You can't be touching the ship. And he was like, no, it's an Alliance vessel. And I was like, well, actually, it's a council vessel now because I'm the captain and it's, you know, I'm a Spectre, blah, blah, blah. Um, and they made a big deal about how the Normandy is like the pride of the Alliance fleet, top of the line, like mm -hmm. stupid amount of money. So I picked, <laughs> I picked protect the Normandy at all costs, right? Because I figured, you know, okay. Yeah. They, zombies seem insignificant until they're in numbers and then they're a problem. Yeah. We also don't know like the context of these. We're just like, oh, the colonists are going crazy. So it's like, yeah, that's yeah. in my mind. I was like, also, I'm not going to do anything. The problem was Joe was uh, Femship's uh, response. Because I had just, the option to, when you click it, it says protect the Normandy at all costs. But what Shepard actually says is shoot them if you have to. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, that is wildly because at this point i didn't know they were zombies that is very uh, i just thought they were like human colonists who were attacking yeah. the normandy for some reason so um yeah she's just like shoot them if you have to and tali's like um was that the paragon option that seems crazy <laughs> that's uh yeah but anyway so the joke is just like uh okay um if if it comes to that then that's what we'll do interesting yeah it's wild i was like yeah don't worry about it they're not gonna they're not gonna do much uh but now we hop back in the mako and we have to make our way back to we have to make Zuzu. our way back we have to ah we have Ow. to make our way back <laughs> Whoa. oh i love that thank you ben that was that was that was perfect 
Uh, same thing. We're, we're, we're backtracking at this point, going back through the sky bridge, going back that way. It isn't until we hit the exo Jenny bunker. Cause now we also have, um, uh, what's her name? Lisbeth. The daughter, Lisbeth. We have Lisbeth, Lisbeth with yeah. us. She is, she's in the Mako and we're taking her back. We get to the exo Jenny bunker and the, what's his name? Ethan is just, he's going crazy. He's like, mm-hmm. he's, he's acting insane. He's flying crazy. his gun around and everything. And, and Lisbeth runs to her mom. She's like, no, killer runs over there ultimately he's like the company told me that we can't have any existence of this essentially just to kill everybody and make sure that no one knows about the situation at zoo's hope or anything uh, and we don't have that shit i killed we just killed him we shot him and he died interesting i don't remember killing him i remember I, saying i'm not gonna let you do this and then he just wasn't there anymore <laughs> it's if you have either 10 and in intimidate or 12 and charm you could you don't kill him but if you have any less than both of those then it just naturally kills him interesting because i don't remember i didn't kill him either so I don't remember so, seeing quite, him die. Quite literally, the only reason the colony uh, is survives at the end is because he's alive. So. Yeah, I don't remember. I don't remember. I, I said something, and then he wasn't there anymore. Um, <laughs> and that was it. Yeah, uh, but they were talking to the woman and talking to all of them about the the Thorian, and they're saying that we can deal with the Thorian and with the, the colonists that have been essentially infected by the, are controlled by the Thorian with these anti-Thorian gas grenades that we can do, which mm-hmm. apparently is an attachment for your grenade. Cause I went in there and I was like, Oh, I don't have it for some reason. Fuck it. It's okay. So just use normal grenades instead of uh, the gas. Wow. That is the dumbest shit I've ever heard. Why? You just had to go to the upgrade. I, it literally I comes that. up on the screen. Don't it forget to equip you. your anti florian upgrade to your grenades. Context for this. Uh, I, I didn't really. do a good job this week of playing this game, so I played it maybe an hour ago is when I finished this, so I was on, like, I was getting through it. You're like, yeah, what yeah, yeah. You skip, skip, skip. What? What were you playing this week, Jared? Uh, I was playing lots of other things. You tweeted, you tweeted about it. What did you play? Whoa Long. That's a great game. It's like a Dark Souls <laughs> he game. He chose Whoa Long. It's a, a lot game of fun, he's not, guys. Even, he's not even playing it for a podcast, by the way. He's just playing it to torture himself. How I will dare say you have play the main outside series. hobbies? Yeah, it is exactly. a bit ironic that you, you didn't. Pl- it is a bit ironic that you oh, didn't oh, play get off your the high game. Horse. He can have outside hobbies as long as he also prioritizes playing. <laughs> and I this did. is his, but this is his suggestion. You think that he would play that first? As it's his suggestion. Yeah, and you think you would care long. about the game that, you know... Nope, I, I no. do care about it, but when something shiny and new comes out, I want to play that as well. And I got it done. I finished... I played this section this morning. I did it. I just killed all the colonists. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yes. I think they called it collateral damage. Yeah, just collateral damage. We're going back again in the Mako, driving away across the Skyway. And as we get to the very end of the skyway there's this this creature hunkered down as it comes up these are the zombie infected colonists these are the thorian creepers which are terrifying they're gross looking mm-hmm. they remind me of um really big redev vibes from they like do zelda like redeads. yeah they do like a very detailed redead yeah they're like very gray you like an ocarina of time too that would suck yeah there's a they're lot like, of them they're like really they're like gray ash kind of color mm-hmm. and they run at you with their 
arms up like they're a fucking Hammer movies mummy or something. Um, That's not yeah. the same thing. They also <laughs> vomit when they get close to you. And they poison you, which understand. sucks. Uh, at this point, I was running with a shotgun mm-hmm. uh, that had a lot of damage, like 200 and something odd damage. And I had bullets in it that were like 30 something percent against organics. Mm. So I was swapping between that and my assault rifle for synthetics. And I was basically just mowing the fucking organic. Yeah, I swapped to, because again, I'd normally been using pistol and sniper, but I swapped to using the assault rifle because a lot of this, because there will be like 12 to 15 of them just running at you at once. And you're like, my pistol is not going to do the trick here. So I switched to uh, the assault rifle. Yeah, my left for dead muscle memory kicked in. um, And (laughs) I was like... Yeah, I was like, okay, right, we're just going to go for spread and yeah. as much damage in one time I, as we can. I started with an assault rifle, and it kept overheating because there were so many of those fuckers, yeah. especially... I also didn't like... I don't know in your game if this is true, but they will, like, sit hunkered on the floor, and you can't hurt them. Yeah. Yes. Until, and, like, mm. as you shoot the weird little tentacles that come off, they, like, get they up activate. And yeah. As you, like, do health down, more and more of them will, like, wake up, which to the point in which there's just like six of them chasing you around and i would have to like run trains with them fucking you know killing garris and rex before i could go and kill them Uh, especially with the asari assassins also shooting you in the meantime with their stupid fucking like no bones cannon which is just not fun um so i yeah i like got through i think like level two of going around the tower uh, to do all the things and i was like jesus christ i need to switch weapons so i switched to shotgun immediately easier so easy yeah. one shot kill it was great no yep. problems like, the, yeah, did I not the thing with like this, this section too is sprinkled in between a lot of these thorian creepers is the infected colonists that are shooting you and if you're a sport boy and not dumb you would equip the anti-thorian gas and use that on the colonists but i did not do that so i killed them and at the little bottom it has a counter because depending on how many colonists survive will like add into how zoo's hope thrives in other games got a big fat goose egg guys big zero none of the colonists you murdered you all, all of, them? of them i killed all of them oh. not even one how no. is that possible they so all shot I... at me so i killed them what <laughs> <laughs> America. You could have just <laughs> ran past them. But the, I was I ran past hey. them. I was getting shot in the back and I was getting attacked by Thorian creepers. This I was like, fuck what it, happens. everybody dies. This is what happens when bad guys with guns try and take on good guys uh, with guns. After right? this, <laughs> I got a plus 32 renegade. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh. So I didn't realize I was looking in the walkthrough. Um I hadn't been using my grenades uh mm. prior to all of this. But it is possible to use all of your grenades and then still get the anti-Thorian upgrade, but just have no upgrade, like no grenades to actually no grenades use. To That's why it gives you a counter, because depending on how many colonists survive, again, will add to that percentage. But So I was trying to save these guys, because now I know the deal. I know they're being brainwashed and all of that stuff. So uh, I was using my grenades, and if that failed, I was pressing B to pistol whip them um, and knock them out. So I just went non-lethal. That would have been smart. I, no, I was like just, headshotting I them with my pistol. <laughs> was you meleeing them as well, Kai? Yeah, so I did a similar mistake to Jared, other than mine was less dumb, and then I attached <laughs> the grenades. Um, okay, first of all, I have a problem with the grenades. So you're in the first little hangar section, right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that like where you like right where you walk out, and they start revolting against you, and. I was like, okay, bet. There's fucking, you know, 
like the stupid villagers here and then also the little cthulhu monsters that are attacking me so i started killing them and then i would throw a grenade but it would attach itself to one of the village people and then it would blow like they were standing in a group of like five people Mm. and it would blow the one person up and they would pass out but the other people were still alive Mm. so by the time i got to the second room i was out of grenades like i had used all five of my grenades to yeah, i did run out of grenades out. very quickly so many- quick and there was no more there was no more grenades that you could pick up throughout the yeah. rest of the thing so i was like okay this is horse shit um and then i was like well i don't know what to do so i just ran past everybody uh and would kill all the fucking little demons mm. but when you get to the end the way to get to the next section is to use a fucking crane controls yeah and, and it's like these crane controls are too complicated to use when you're in battle. And I'm just like, okay. So then I went around and I knocked out the people like directly near me. So there's no one around me. Like everyone was down and it was still like, you can't use those in battle. So I had to go back all the way through, (laughs) knock out every single person and then come back to use Do the they crane stay control. knocked out or is that on like a timer kind of situation? Like they'll get up no, eventually. No, 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 tell. Like okay. they're, they're knocked out. It's also weird because like you can just run up to them and just knock them out because they shoot at you, but they do no fucking damage. So you're just like Superman walking up towards them. They're shooting at you. Your shield goes down like this fucking much. And then you're just like, bam. Um, See, I did that same thing except I used bullets. And I was like, bam! <laughs> they just didn't <laughs> uh, wait, how many colonists? Do you guys, all the colonists survive? All 12? Mm, There's now, 16. Oh, yes. Not 12. So. <laughs> the number starts going away when you start killing a ton of them. <laughs> so, I, mean, I was very, very annoyed about this. Uh, I killed one of them. But. How dare you? What happened was. Oh, right? I killed five of them, so don't worry. So I, I was going pacifist, right? Um, except for some fucking reason, some dumbass colonist decided to place himself between my shotgun <laughs> and one of the creepers. Oh, no. Ah. <laughs> um, Classic. He's like, that- no, I love him. Yeah. <laughs> that was the last ah. mistake he made because uh, he died. Mm. Well, Oof. you know, he because died for I the was, thing he loved. I was like, because so. I was like, the shotgun, because. The shotgun I've got has got like a five or so second heat sink. So I can just mm-hmm. like fucking automatic shotgun, like bam, 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 bam. So I was just like Rambo in and just killing everything. Um, And I must have spun around too quickly and he got in the way and I was like, bam. And he, he, d- like one shot kill. Like it's not like <laughs> he, didn't, some of the, he didn't make it. Some of the creepers, like you have to do one, two, some of them even three yeah. if they're like quite far away. All of the fucking colonists, if a bullet is like six inches away from them, they die. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I just killed some accidentally, like making my way through. Me too. Collateral damage. So, just yeah, shut up, Jared. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Uh yeah, I ended with uh I ended with eleven colonists at the end who survived. So yeah. I killed mm-hmm. five of them. Uh, which like, I think is reasonable. That's, like, you I mean, know, that's a pretty good success. At right the here. end, when I went and talked to them, because you get to talk to them at the end before you leave, they were like, thank you, you're amazing. And they I was also, like, That also happened to me. So, I mean, I, I killed all those fucking to? colonists. Yeah, who are you talking to? There's no one there. You <laughs> killed them all. No, there was um, there was like the there's just the, one guy who's like no the thanks, the colonists that were in the, in the bunker, <laughs> that, that lady and stuff. They were there. Oh, oh they were there. They were like, thanks for not killing us i guess <laughs> yeah, exactly. I 
Uh, but yeah, as Kai was saying, to, to progress further, we have to activate the crane, which lifts up a section of the colony, which allows us to go into the Thorian's lair. And we get there, and this is the big old Cthulhu monster that we talked about before. Again, it says plant. It looks like an alien Cthulhu. That's pretty much what it mm -hmm. looks like. Uh, as we walk up to it, it spits out this Asarian. Asari, not Asarian. Uh, and she. I'm Asarian. I'm, I'm Asari. She was talking about how the whole situation. We asked her about, or them about Saren, and he, he, they were saying that Saren came and they tried to make a deal. Saren betrayed their trust. They don't trust anybody. And we were telling them, like, look, we're only here for information on Saren. We want to know what he was here for and everything. The Thorian is not having it. Like, I don't care. And sends all of these Thorian um, creepers and some of the Asari clones to come and kill us. What is this game's problem with the Asari? Why I don't is, know, man. Why is, like, the Asari, Asari bad? Yeah. They're not like, bad. They're the most intelligent species on Earth. Or yeah, on, so how on the Earth. fuck are they always getting mind-controlled by yeah. If you got fucking sucked up by that Cthulhu monster, you're telling me you'd be fine? What, what about Roach Mama from the last episode? That's she true. fucking... She took over an Asari. Maybe it, it's a double-edged sword. Maybe they're, like, the most intelligent species in the universe but also they're just super gullible they're like they're like they're like flat earthers with the iq of like 500 and it's just like it's very confusing mm. like yeah seeing seeing everything your plan sounds great let me join you buddy seeing everything too clearly yeah i mean also have you seen saren's angles you'd be convinced too i was convinced mm. saren got them angles that goop uh, but yeah, now we essentially have to climb this tower, and on every level on floor, there is a tentacle of the Thorian attached to it, and we go and we we shoot each one of those, as we do, again, fighting the Thorian creepers and more. As, it just continually spits does. out Asari clones as we as we go up this tower, too. Yeah, and like Kai was uh, was sort of hinting at, the, uh, the Asari clones do have the ability to uh, make you ragdoll. Yep. And just make you sort of fall down and, and go no, no bones, bones. As Kai calls it. Yep. Um and you still take damage while you're no bones. Yep. Which is which is fun. It's a lot it's fucking horse shit. That's mm. what it is. Yeah. Anyway. But did you guys have any issues with this at all? Did you like the climbing up the tower and fighting the hordes I, of people and my my issue is much like Kai said, that there were times when I would walk past a Florian creeper who was like in the feet position on the stairs. Why can't I kill him then? They're not Why activated, turn, bro. Not activated They're not yet. like... They're still he's, flesh and he's bone. He's not a real boy yet. You know, it's hard to activate when you're fucking dust, okay? Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's all I'm saying. Yeah. It's, it's better to solve the problem before the problem exists. Before it becomes know? a problem. Exactly. Alcoholism. That, that, anyway. was, <laughs> that was the main, um, main issue that I had, is yeah. that um, I found myself turning around a lot, and shooting Thorian creepers that were behind me that then reactivated. And I, I like, also, oh. I also never learned. Like I turn the corner and shoot the downed ones. I'm like, fuck, I can't kill them. And I run past them and I have to always kind of remember to flip around, do a 360 because they're inevitably going to inevitably. What was the be what you. was the strategy, you guys? Because I would target the Asari assassins first. Yeah, mm -hmm. same. I, would, like, I killed the Asari first because she's the, the most, most problem. And then I would wait for them to get in a big group, and then I would just. I bottlenecked them because nine times out of ten, they was always like there was always a doorway that you had to go yeah. through to get to where the node was. That was my so method too. I would take out the Asari clone, um, 
and basically get rid of her because, like I said, she's the biggest problem. She can do the adept stuff and that. Mm-hmm. And then I would just like backtrack a little bit and let all of the creepers funnel into the bottleneck of the door and then just fucking unload the shotgun and just yeah do it that way. Yep. But I also uh, killed the Asari first and then just killed all the zombie, zombie men. The zombie men. But... We eventually destroy the last little tentacle here, taking out the Thorian, and the Thorian spits out the real Asari, which is uh, Shiala. Shalia. Shalia. Terrible, terrible at making copies, by the way. Shiala. Mm-hmm. Oh, Shiala. 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 Yeah. I was trying to find, because I'm pretty sure that in the conversation in the beginning, when the Thorian is talking through the Asari, the very first mm-hmm. one, I'm pretty sure that the Thorian refers to himself as the old one. I was like, mm, that's a little bit on the nose. Like, I'm pretty sure that's I'm Cthulhu's the name. One. No, I'm pretty I sure like the old one is like Cthulhu's name. Oh, is it? In, is in Lovecraftian like lore. lore. Yeah, this thing looks like Cthulhu, by the way. Yeah, yeah. 100%. So I was like, that's that's very on the nose to call yourself the old one. Yeah. But uh, Shial is there. Also, and- can't romance the Cthulhu, which. That's the biggest crime of this whole, this whole leg of the what game. What a tentacle man. do. <laughs> yeah exactly did you see how wet the inside of that thing was when it spits out there's the a lot of, there's a lot of drool Thanks like he's he's standing there yeah. and it's just like also the tentacles <laughs> he has on the side of the walls he must have some intense grip to be able to hold his whole body up so, I mean, <laughs> that is exactly fucking endless grip okay <laughs> suction cups for days taking your soul right out of your body uh, <laughs> But we, this is Shiala, she's here, and she tells us that she used to serve Matriarch Benezia, that she actually was working with Benezia and Saren before she got sucked up into, before Saren is like, hey, I'll trade you this person for a cipher for this information, and gave her to the Thorian, essentially. Mm -hmm. And so the whole thing about the cipher... Yes. is that the cipher isn't a thing that we can obtain per se. Mm-hmm. The cipher is... It's, like, it's is... like experience. It's like... Yeah. It's a hive mind. Yes. So basically, Shiala is like, hey, we know that you touched that beacon on Eden Prime, mm-hmm. and we know that you've got visions because that's how that technology works. Yes. But your visions are disjointed and don't make any sense. Right. Well, they're meant for pro- Protheans. Like it was meant yes. for their minds, and because of their intelligence, they can perceive the information. But anybody yeah. else is going to feel like they're going fucking crazy yeah. because of she's their... literally like, "You are dumb, dumb. Um, you can't process this. Yeah, allow me to uh, mind fuck you, and then it will make mm. sense." Yeah, she's really seductive about it. She's like, "Close your eyes." Yeah, she gets Open. real close to your face. She say, "Experience eternity." Yeah open up your mind hole i'm like gross. <laughs> um oh. and yeah it doesn't work from what i remember not fully not fully i mean there's, it, it there's does still in the sense information that, we have that we're is missing a new art film that plays in our head that is just a bunch of red and it sounds like a campfire is in the background <laughs> and then we're like i don't know what that shit meant yeah yeah it, it doesn't know it and after this you can actually choose to kill her or you can have her stay and uh, work with the colony because she feels bad. She's like, I was essentially responsible for all this. I want to stay here and help, you know, yes. kind of rebuild this, build this colony. But you can kill her. Well, I, okay, so I didn't kill her because I didn't much like Benezia, um, you know, initially I thought Benezia was chatting shit. I thought, yeah, okay. but it seems more and more that 
brainwash is a thing that can happen in this universe. Yeah. And she was on the ship with Saren. She talks about the Sovereign, I think is these ships called. Yeah, the Sovereign. Um, and I was like, okay, well, you wasn't of sound mind. I can't really hold you responsible for what you did while you were brainwashed and mm-hmm. literally forced to do something. So I was like, you can atone for what you have done and you can stay here on the colony and help them regrow. And yeah. After re-build. After my genocide that i had just done i was not going to kill another individual so i was like you shall live <laughs> i have had i have had my I'm gonna start for the making, day <laughs> yeah I'm start making, now i've decided i'm not gonna kill anyone else. yeah exactly but all, all of these things lead into essentially the the fate of the colony and how the colony's health will act in games going forward Ethan being alive helps it, and Shiala surviving also helps it, as well as any of the side quest things with the water, the food, and the power. All of that build into the the colony survival. Like I said, when I when I got there, it was the colonists that we found in the bunker and Shiala. And they're like, "Thanks so much for helping us." And I was like, "Yeah, you're welcome." <laughs> yeah, the she comes back up in Mass Effect Two. Um, mm. There is a colonist that you can meet from Zeus Hope at one point, um, and if you saved Chiada, she is that colonist. Mm-hmm. And then I'm not going to say what this is for Mass Effect Three, but it is quite consequential to the plot of Mass Effect Three, and that is quite a big uh, a thing to happen if yeah. Chiada is spared. Yeah. Well, and, and that's what's really cool about this series too like Shiala like right now doesn't feel like a big like oh yeah you're gonna stay and help the colonists and like in a normal game it's like yep yeah, that's the end but yeah. her significance comes up in the second one and then really comes into play in the third it's that fucking really cool. it's the fucking uh, once upon a time in Hollywood meme where he's watching TV Oh yeah, like, and he's like oh shit yeah. like, you see you're a Mass Effect one. 3 and you're like oh fuck that, it's that bird uh, yeah so we we head back to the Normandy now, and as we're doing our our, our normal after mission uh, pep talk here, Liara also comes in. She's like, "Oh, I can have mind sex with you too now if you want." And she tries <laughs> to interpret the images in our brain. Not a lot of success. She also is no. just like, "I don't really know." It, she's like, "It's there, but you're missing something." And now I have a headache, mm-hmm. so I'm gonna leave. Yes, yes. And now I'm worried about Liara. I'm also worried. I, I went and checked on her, but I'll getting that in a second after this we do our our after we we meet with the council and this is interesting so i meet with the council and they're like talking about the whole mission and everything and the the turian is almost like happy that i killed all these humans he's like oh so it's i see that like you're not against killing your own kind for the mission and i made a statement like you know finding sarah and taking down sarah is what matters the most but like throughout this entire thing he talked about genocide and how dare i like do any of this shit but when it comes to killing humans he's like yeah that's well, fine that sounds on brand because it does in mine he was like oh i'll see you do anything to save a human colony Ah, yeah. yeah, that's that's what he said. In mind, the yeah. Victorian's just a dick, basically. What if you kill? What if you kill half of them? Then what does he say? He's like, "Well, uh, like, I think <laughs> some of them explodes. killed. You killed others." <laughs> so it yeah. says, uh, "You can choose to report to the council or not. If you do, they mm-hmm. make comments about the Thorian and how it was a problem and how they should have been informed." Yes. Uh, they also comment if the colony was saved or not. If the colony was being shut down, 
Then the Asari Councillor is disappointed that the colony couldn't be saved, and the Turian Councillor approves, saying that the mission came first. Yeah. If the colony was saved, the Salarian Councillor will approve, and the Turian disapproves. Interesting. Yeah, mm-hmm. I killed everybody. So, uh, yeah, so after this, I was also interested in, I was like, oh man, Liara's is having more like issues. I should go and talk to her. And I had talked to her before afterward too. And we already had a, a conversation that we picked up at this point. She was saying that she's fine. She just need to like sit down doing like the mind meld thing takes a lot from a person. But we we're talking and she essentially is just like, Shepard, you're, I want to, I like you. I want, I, there's something here. You feel this connection? I here? was in your mind. And, now yeah. I and I was like, yes, 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 100%. Yes, let's do this. You not fucked so her? So oh, no, she no, fucked no, it didn't mind? happen yet. Well, I, we're, I'm getting to know her. Okay. We're not at that stage yet. Okay. She, she was like, I like you. And then she, my shepherd's like, yeah, I think there's something here too. And then uh, Liar is like, you know, this is, this is like, like a lot right now. Let's, let, let's move the conversation to something else. And then I, I just left, but it was afterward because mm. Liara thought that we had something for Caden. She's like, Oh, I thought you and Caden were like, dude. And I was like, <laughs> fuck that. No, dude, no, hell no. And she was like, Oh, okay. I'm, I'm glad you feel the same way about me. So I was like, let's go. Let's go. Liara loves me. That's all that I, I didn't do any interaction with Liara, um, but I've not done anything post this mission. I'm still on the Normandy having just finished talking to the council. So now I will go and make sweet mind love to. No, you have to Aiden. pick someone different. Liara is mine. You have to pick Caden now. I'm not picking Caden. I'd rather my <laughs> femme stay of like single. Excuse me. <laughs> don't don't fucking cock block him because you have an obsession with yeah, romantic I mean, characters. Let me fucking him. let me have you blue can, mummy. Let him love can, who he you wants. You get your to blue love. mommy all you want. That's fine with me. Uh, yeah, that is all for this section of Mass Effect. Uh, let's go around and see how we're feeling about this. Kai, let's start with you this time. Oh, how did we, you feel are about... Not, are we doing a side quest corner or did we not do oh, side quest? I mean, I didn't, but that doesn't mean we shouldn't do it. Side quest he corner. Barely, he barely finished his fucking <laughs> game. What are you talking about? Okay, I know you guys both... And Kai did side quests, I know too. So you guys talk about the side quest you got up to today. Go on, Kai. Oh, fuck. Okay. I don't remember very much. I mean, first of all, there wasn't a lot of side quests to do in this section other than like the water shit at the beginning, which I already said I didn't do. The only one I did was there's this guy when you go down into the base the second time, uh, he's like, hey, buddy. Hey, you uh, you want to make some cash? And I'm like, what? Guy, yeah. what? And he's like, yeah, you want to make some you want to make some dollar runes? And I'm like, maybe. What do you want? And he's like, I need data off a computer. And I'm like, is this the only side quest that exists in this game? It's just people who are too lazy to go to computers themselves. <laughs> I fucking OK. So I accepted the mission. I got the data. I gave it to him at the end. That was the only side quest I did. It was lame. You get some fucking credits or whatever hey, the currency. But is you did game. it. You did the side quest. And that's all that matters to me. I, I did. Some of us uh, didn't side do side quests. So. OK, well, that's, that's true. Mm. I've been doing them all up until now, so. Yeah, yeah. your boy, that. your boy went heavy with the side quests uh, prior oh. to going to Ferros. Um, I went and did mucho side quests. I went Ooh, and tell me, I went and took on the four Geth bases that are in the in your journal. You have like your main missions and your assignments. I did a bunch yeah. of assignments basically. So I went and took on the four Geth bases. Then we found out where their main base was that they were operating from in that system. So I went and took that out. 
mm-hmm. I did some other stuff. I found a scout team. Uh, did I actually do anything? I was like, oh, that was really cool. <laughs> no. Was there anything no, no. As, as like significant and involved as like the asteroid in the beginning? No, a lot of it was like, um, go to this place and find this thing. Mm. There was no real, um, like, a lot of it was just kind of like going places and finding Geth or going places mm. and looking for someone's brother who they thought was dead. Like, it wasn't ah. really like... Yeah, they weren't fun. No, no. None of them have been very... Um, narrative focus per se is more kind of like oh congratulations Shep you did like you managed to you did a thing. I did yeah. get some where it was um I did actually get one that was very very interesting where I basically uh I was going somewhere and the commander of the fifth fleet he keeps coming on my intercom every time I go to the galaxy map and he's like Shep uh, I know you're busy saving the universe but I need some shit doing um and this time he wanted me to track down basically what (laughs) what happened was uh, during the war the alliance which is the human race Mm. essentially uh sent out a bunch of tactical nukes into space and just let them sort of float about space so sounds like humans i was like sounds (laughs) sounds about right so if anything happened, they could essentially detonate a space nuke and, you know, remotely hit an enemy. Mm-hmm. And they're like, we've been tracking them because, you know, we still sort of got them out there, but we've lost contact with one of them. We want you to go and find it. So I went and found it. And when I get there, there's this hologram of a Turian, I think he was. It's the same race as Garrus. Garrus, yeah, Turian. Yeah, yeah. So he's a Turian and he's like, Shepherd, I've been expecting you. And I was like, who the fuck are you? <laughs> and he was like, you don't remember me? He's like, you fucking ruined my life. And oh. we, were like, we were like, what? And he was like, I had everything lined up. He's like, do you know the politics of space pirates? And I was like, no, what are you on about? And he was like, I had this fucking plan. I blah, blah, blah. Basically, because of my background as a war hero, I stopped oh. the ambush on the Blitz. He was the person responsible for the attack on the Blitz, and we basically fucked up everything that he was trying to do and all the money and status that he was going to make. I we see. fucked it up. That's kind of cool. He was like, you're going to fucking die now. The hologram stops, and it turns out that he has grabbed the probe nuke from out of space and put it in this cave. Like We had to go down a mine to find a signal and then we turn around and the room shuts behind us. And we now have 10 seconds to disarm this bomb. Holy shit. So it, it's one of these, like, it does that whole override game where you have to get the arrow into the middle. Mm-hmm. And there's three of them that you have to do. And luckily, once you once you enter one of the mini games, the timer pauses. Um, So you have to do the three of them and basically it's like a nod and Shepard's like, I don't think we've seen the last of him, but he basically tried to kill Shepard, which was quite cool. Hmm. Well, that is that, really cool. That was the only sort of, that was the only one that wasn't really like just a go fetch a quest thing. kind of. Yeah. Most of yeah. them, most of them were just ways to level up to earn a bit of money. Really. Yeah. 
Um, That's kind of what it seems like from what we've played recently. Some of the ones that aren't like the the asteroid are just yeah. So one of XP them and cash. Yeah, one of them that I was saying about with Tali was basically when we did that four. There's like four Geth bases that you can at- you can investigate, mm. and then you find the main base. And when you get there, there's a hard drive that you find that has a bunch of data on the Geth, and Tali is like, look, this is really important to my pre- my pilgrimage. Mm. Like, this could be so helpful for my people. And I was like, yeah, but it's going to take you like decades to decipher this. And she's like, yes, but because of her race's connection to the Geth, she was like, this is a big deal. And you get presented with the chance of either turning it over to the council or giving it to Tali to take mm. back to her race and like let the Curians oh. look at it. Um, and I let Tali take it, and I was like, "Okay, fine, you can take it." Um, oh, so cool. she has she has all of this data on the Geth mm-hmm. that her and her race can decipher and kind of go through. So that was quite cool. But that's cool. I like ones that like give like more a little more context and information. Yeah, even those. even then though, like in order to get to that point, I had to clear four bases and then go to another system and clear another base. Yeah, it sounds like a pain in the ass. Yeah. Well, now that we're at the real end of the episode, this is for all our secret listeners. How are you guys feeling about this section of uh, Mass Effect, Kai? Start us off. I thought you were talking to secret listeners. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't even know we had secret listeners. That's why or they're that, secret. Or, or that we had a weird false ending that was involved in this. For well, because I said, like, I, I they did the whole thing where I was like, you do yours, and then we do the side quest. So how did you uh, feel about this section of Mass Effect? Uh, this is my favorite section so far. I think this has really, really good level design. Like, Mm -hmm. the progression felt very natural. It kept my interest the whole time. The driving was, I think, benefited from the fact that you were kind of put on rails given, like, the sky bridge kind of setup. Yeah. Uh, It's hard to fuck up when it's a straight line. So you don't really really notice how bad driving controls are when you only have to push forward. Um, I liked the Cthulhu monster. I thought the mechanics of, like, having to go up the tower and shoot the weird tentacles and then like battling the Asari clones was fucking sick. Um, The colonists were like an interesting twist of like having someone you have to save, but then them becoming mind controlled by the weird Cthulhu monster. Uh, Overall, I really liked it. I was like, wow, I get why people like these games. Um, You know, Andromeda is still better, but (laughs) i think i am understanding no but like in in all seriousness like i think this is my favorite level that we've played yeah. through so far um i do think weapon now that i've increased the difficulty of the game like paying more attention to skill trees and weapon upgrades and the weapons i'm picking up uh, is going to become more of a thing because if you notice like i almost died several times go in the tower mm-hmm. uh kind of going around and like very close to to near-death experience and restarting and i really didn't want to have that happen so i have a feeling that I... yeah so continuing uh i think this section was well designed enjoyable i thought the end part of having a mind meld was super fucking weird i wonder how many times it's going to happen in this game where they use the same like mechanism of like oh now you can see things which is like how the game started in a sense and now we've mm. done it again then we do it with another person who wants to mind meld and it's like this just seems everybody so wants to mind meld with us at this point um and yeah like generally 
good time. Probably going to need to pay more attention to the actual gameplay mechanics rather than just like, you know, bussing. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, had that, that is my synopsis. Excited to play the next section. Hopefully it's as good as this one. Yeah. Ben, how do you feel? I, I think I echo kind of a lot of what Kai said. Um, mm-hmm. It's definitely been my favorite so far. That whole kind of what you do affects the colony and then the colony is mm-hmm. affected in other games and you can murder them or you can save them and like that whole kind of dynamic is, is quite cool. Um, the The idea of... It, it makes a lot more sense now of how Saren was controlling the Nizia. Yeah. Because obviously, I mean, we're playing a fucking game where we're traveling across space and there's alien races and whatever. Like, the idea of mind control isn't super out there, but now there's a vessel of understanding in terms of like, right, there's a plant creature. It was releasing spores and that was mind control. So, okay, right. It's not just mind control. People are doing it through different vehicles in different ways. And that kind of, it maybe it's just me, but in my brain, it makes it more believable. And I'm like, yeah. okay, right. In this universe, this is something that could happen. Mm-hmm. It's not just, you know, like sometimes you have fins and you're like, you hear it in a story and you think that was just included to make the story make sense. Like that's just a plot filler. Mm-hmm. That's kind of how it was initially when it came to Benizia and the sovereign and everything. So playing it in this order was quite nice to have that kind of understanding. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, yeah, just the game's still really solid. Um, yeah game's really solid the the shooting mechanics and everything work well the abilities are definitely easier on controller yeah um trying to play it with mouse and keyboard the aiming was better but the whole using using your abilities yeah and having having the companions now just be like aggressive and sort of do stuff off their own back is really really helpful Mm -hmm. so yeah interested to see like now we know why saren was so interested in this place um and now it's just a race really of seeing if we can get to the conduit before he does race yeah i mean i reflect definitely what you guys are saying pharaohs is definitely one of my favorite parts of this game because of those situations because of zoo's hope and how zoo's hope has context like the decisions you make in in zoo's hope have repercussions in the games going forward and that's really cool i mean that's what i love about mass effect in general is the narrative who dies who lives all of that plays into into this big overarching narrative that happens throughout the three games which is just super cool but narrative wise in this section specifically it's cool to get more context on like Saren and a little more of his motivations and everything, why he's doing things. Under like Ben was saying, understanding why Benezia and the other girl were being controlled. It's like this, this, this mind control system. Still, as of right now, like you were saying, the mind meld and the visions are still weird because we don't really understand how they connect back. But hopefully, we get more context to that going forward. But I mean, I love it. This this section is great. I. I think the introduction of the um, 
the Thorian creepers is really cool. Like the whole idea, like Kai was saying, of like the colonists turning these like evil zombie creatures and having to kill them and having some of the colonists be, you know, controlled by the Thorian, but not like in this creeper form and having to, well, in other people's instances, uh, save them. Or in my instance, just murder all these colonists. But uh, yeah, I I love this section, and we're we're getting to the end here. We are we are at the halfway point. We are halfway through Mass Effect at this point. So, is that it? Chapter wise, I don't know if uh, narrative right, wise okay. it all like speeds up and it's shorter than others. But at least chapter yeah. wise, we are on the fourth chapter out of eight at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's yeah, interesting. I, I was just curious because I'm like 18 hours in at the minute, but I've been doing. I did a shit ton of side quests. Oh, I was like, I'm week. like, I think I'm 10 hours at this point. I was basically, I was like, well, I was doing training and I got home early a couple of days. Mm. Um, so I just played a bunch of Mass Effect for like two hours when I was supposed mm. to. Yeah. I don't do it. Uh, yeah, I don't know the significant like length content of the last two chapters because they're just like end gamey stuff. So they may be just super quick, but I don't know. But that's all for for this week of Mass Effect. In next week's episode, we are going to head to Vermeer to try to thwart Saren's plans. And apparently, we are going to be making a very fateful decision. So bum, bum, bum. that's exciting. Making decisions where shit's going to happen is the name of the game. It's really exciting. Thank you all for listening. Thanks for getting to the end of the episode. As always, like you said in the beginning, if it's there, you can head to playalongpod.com to get all of our content, all of our bonus content, and all of our social media are there. Retcon, if it's not there, our link tree below is in the show notes in which you can find all of that stuff as well. But that's all we have for you. We will see you next week with more Mass Effect. Peace out, guys.